Let's take a final look at the markets in Australia. The SX200 down 0.7%. The uh, Nikkei 225 in Japan is off half a percent. Uh, looks like the Hang Seng is going to open about 200 points lower in an hour's time. And just once again, a reminder that the Radio 3 charity auction is now open. It was opened about 15 minutes ago by Jim Thompson here. And the way you participate, go to the Radio 3 homepage, rthk.hk forward slash radio forward slash Radio 3. Click the charity auction banner at the top of the page and that will take you to our auction website where you can see all the items on offer and the minimum bids. And if you liked an item you want to bid on, do go and register first. You'll get all the instructions for that on the website. And then once you've registered, you can start bidding. You'll receive an email or a text confirming your bid and you'll also get notifications of any outbids so that if you want, you can go and put in a higher bid if someone comes along later and bids for the same thing. Also make donations as well uh, if you don't want to put in a bid. That will all go to uh, the 19 Operation Santa Claus charities. You have exactly 24 hours until 8.15 tomorrow morning. And then in tomorrow's Money Talk, we'll close the auction and tell you how much we've raised for the 19 deserving Op Santa charities. So happy bidding. Back chat's coming up at the moment. The festivities will continue. He'll also help you with the Operation Santa Claus auction. And Hugh Chiverton is going to be joined by a special guest this morning, none other than Mr Santa Claus. He's over from Finland. He's going to be live in the studio talking to Hugh Chiverton in just a few moments' time. 8.31 and a half. Here's Samantha Butler with the Half Hour News. Britain and the European Union have agreed to continue to trying to reach a post-Brexit trade deal for a few more days after face-to-face talks between the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. Both sides said large gaps remained between them. Here's the BBC's Katja Adler. This lawsuit was expected this week, but few thought it would be this punchy. The Federal Trade Commission thinks Facebook has become too big, too much of a monopoly. That when Facebook bought Instagram in 2012 and WhatsApp in 2014, it was in fact buying up the competition. The Federal Trade Commission believes that these acquisitions were illegal, that they gave Facebook an unfair and anti-competitive advantage. Facebook denies this, saying it bought the two companies when they were far smaller, also citing the fact that the Commission had previously approved the two deals. The US President-elect Joe Biden's son Hunter says he's under investigation for potential tax violations. Hunter Biden said he was confident a review would demonstrate he'd handled his affairs legally and appropriately. Here's the BBC's Libo DeSecco. In a brief statement released by the presidential transition team, Hunter Biden said that he'd learnt on Tuesday for the first time that he's under investigation for his tax affairs. It's not yet clear what those violations might be. Hunter Biden was the target of frequent attacks by Donald Trump during the election campaign. Hunter Biden's statement was accompanied by one from his father, the president-elect. It said that Joe Biden is deeply proud of his son, who has fought through difficult challenges, including the vicious personal attacks, only to emerge stronger. Britain's medicines regulator says people with a history of significant allergic reactions should not have the new Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus vaccine. The guidance was issued after two health workers suffered an allergic reaction on Tuesday. Both are understood to be fine now. The head of the regulator, Dr June Rain, told British lawmakers that careful plans had been made to monitor side effects. We know from the uh, very extensive clinical trials that this wasn't a feature But if we need to strengthen our advice now that we've had this experience in the vulnerable populations, the groups who've been selected as a priority, we get that advice to the field immediately. 
You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Back Chat. I'm Hugh Chewett and your co-host today is Andrew Work. Andrew, good morning to you. Good morning and Merry Christmas, Hugh. Uh, right, the topic for today is Merrymus, Merriment, uh, Happiness and also Christmas. For the third time in a row, Finland has been declared the happiest place on earth in a UN-backed World Happiness Report. So, what is their secret? Hong Kong seems to do pretty poorly in similar studies. Why should that be? And what might cheer us all up? Positive thinking is the idea today. And after nine, for the very first time on Backchat, Santa Claus, yes, Santa Claus himself, will be here in our studios to answer your phone calls. Children, your chance to uh, call him up and tell him what you want for Christmas. Naughty and nice, everybody is welcome. The number is 23. 3388266. Speak to Santa after nine o'clock. Two three three eight eight two three three eight eight two six six. Or you can email bankchat at rthk.hk and we'll read your messages uh, to him. Uh, this is uh, also in support of uh, Operation Santa Claus. That's the campaign uh, that we've been running since uh, 1988 with the South China Morning Post, uh, a seasonal uh, charity campaign. This year we're raising money for 19 uh, different uh, good causes. Uh, you can see all the details at uh, osc.scmp.com or on the uh, Radio 3. You can follow links from the RTHK Radio 3 uh, website. And we're also, as uh, Peter Lewis was saying earlier, just starting a 24-hour uh, online auction, uh, raising money for Operation Santa Claus. If you, Once again, if you go to the uh, RTHK website, Radio 3 website, you can see links to uh, where you can bid and what you can bid on. Uh, lots of good stuff there. So do support that, and especially maybe if you're going to call Santa in the second part of the programme, you might want to also make a donation to Operation Santa Claus at the same time. Joining us, first of all, we have with us now in our central studio, Johanna Karanko, who's a Consul General of uh, Finland uh, in Hong Kong, and also joining us on the line, Professor Paul Yip, uh, Chair Professor in Population Health at the Department of Social Work and Social Administration at the University of Hong Kong. Once again, our number 233-88266. Ms. Karanko, good morning to you. Good morning. Hi, thank you very much indeed. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, and Merry Christmas to everybody so, as well listening. Third, third, third time winners for the happiest place on, on earth. What's the secret? Well, uh, for the first time we got uh, this uh, nomination was actually uh, quite a surprise for many Finns. As you might understand, currently, for example, the weather in Finland might not be uh, what it is in Hong Kong. It is cold and maybe quite dreary, at least in the south of Finland. In the north, of course, there is snow. But uh, the, the, in, uh, the, um, the study is based on a subjective evaluation, and it's based on uh, a number of factors uh, from social and economic development, well-being, and so forth. I would put it in maybe three boxes where uh, where we excel in Finland and wh wh why we came on top these three times. One of them is, uh, let's say, based on governance and democracy, the quality of uh, democracy, good governance, independent judiciary, a lack of corruption and trust. And the second box maybe uh, is more opportunities, equal opportunities, starting, fr starting from very early age. Everybody has an equal start uh, uh, at, at the opportunities that life has to offer, uh, from education, uh, free education for all, including university, um, uh, healthcare for all, 
but also uh, gender equality and a uh, rel uh, in, um, uh, and uh, equal income distribution. And then the third box is, of course, uh, you had just money talk here, is a good business environment and um, innovations. So overall, uh, the quality of life uh, is uh, what's, what's actually uh, the basis of happiness. And all of these factors are actually mutually enforcing. So it kind of forms a virtuous circle. Uh, as you say, this is a subjective evaluation. So they ask pe people basically how happy they feel, or uh, I think precisely they said to people, this is, um, imagine a ladder, and the top of the ladder is, is your perfect life, and the, and the bottom of the ladder is the worst life you can imagine, and, and then ask people to sort of see, say where they were on, on, on that ladder. So yeah, it was people in, sort of indirectly talking about how they, f how they feel, how they feel about their situation in life, and, uh, and so on. I've got to say, that, uh, but the, the, the sort of, the cliche is that um, people from Nordic countries and Scandinavians are kind of gloomy, but apparently not. Apparently you're fairly cheerful. Well, uh, it was actually, they asked different, uh, fact, about different factors, so not really directly about happiness, because if you look at the countries that actually came on top in the positive prospects, those are quite a different set of countries. Uh, as, as you said, the Nordics are more on the gloomy side, because the happy countries, the ones that really felt that they were uh, felt positive. Those were uh, Latin American, many Latin American countries, but also Indonesia and Laos. Uh, but yes, uh, the Nordic countries actually have actually led the, the happiness uh, index since it was founded in 2012. And uh, they, and it is, it is kind of a Nord, become a Nordic beauty context, contest, so I hope <laughs> some of the other countries might actually uh, make it through. There is uh, Andrew's country, Canada, Ooh. for example, looming there in the top ten, yep. so, uh, and, uh, and also countries from down under, Australia and New Zealand, uh, besides other, uh, a few other European countries. But I guess, I guess there's a difference between like life satisfaction and cheerfulness, right? These, these are not the same thing necessarily. I know some countries that, that they weren't as high on the, uh, they weren't as high on the life satisfaction, but, but might be seen as more cheerful, like when you meet them on a day to day basis or a one off basis. I mean, life satisfaction is a very different experience, huh? Exactly. And it's, it's basically, uh, the, 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 if, if, uh, if things go wrong, you have the safety net and uh, and uh, and the the public or the support network. I think that is a, a, a big basis why uh, many of the countries I, I mentioned, the Nordic countries and others, uh, lead uh, lead the happiness index. So you have the welfare welfare state, so to say, and uh, um, quality delivery delivery of uh, public public goods and services and an accountable government. Yeah, uh, Andrew, I, I've, yeah. I've got to interrupt here. You're a very happy kind of person. You always strike me as a very, very positive, upbeat, cheerful, optimistic. I'll go with that. Happy guy. Yeah. What's your secret? I, I'm just one. You're point. not finished. I'm just, I'm just one point in the chart, and I don't think I got surveyed for the United <laughs> Nations World Report, so I don't, I don't know that I'm an outlier or, or influencing. Uh, the results, I mean, and I'm cheerful, but again, I don't know if that's life satisfaction. But I'm pretty satisfied with life. I mean, uh, I don't really know. Do you have a secret you can share with people? Or do you think that's just the way you are? I think I'm chemically inclined to be happy. I think that's just the way my uh, my biology flows. You know, it's uh, no, but I mean, yeah, I got a pretty good, I got a pretty good, pretty good thing going on. You know, <laughs> happy, happy wife, happy life. That's certainly, I tick that box. You know, pretty good kids. Um, you know. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm just generally a pretty happy guy. You are, you are. Yeah, okay. yeah. Here's, here's, an email, here's an email from uh, Mr. Tang, who's a, who's a teacher who sometimes contacts us. Mr. Tang says, a joyful topic for a change. Nice job. The secret to happiness is to give everything and expect nothing in return. It's always more blessed to give than to receive. People are usually not happy because there is a discrepancy between expectations and outcomes. But rewards are often extrinsic, which often bring short-lived temporary joy, but not true happiness. Contentment can only be found within. After all, we only live once, so we may as well live it to the full. That's from uh, Mr. Tang. Thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, Professor Yip, Paul Yip, good morning to you. Thanks very much indeed for, for joining us. I've got to say, Hong, in these kind of surveys, Hong Kong doesn't do terribly well. We've kind of got all the money and lots of things going for us. But usually when we do surveys, it doesn't seem that we're very happy people. What's, what's going on there, do you think? And Professor Yip, before you start, I'll just, just to, I'm sure everybody has a question in their mind. Hong Kong ranks 75 out of 149 countries okay. surveyed. Middle, so just, so just, middle. just so people know where we are, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I do aware that I think the Hong Kong people is not very happy. You know? Although we, somehow we are quite well, uh, quite wealthy. I mean, in terms of our of our GDP or something like that. But we always, uh, when you uh, talk about the Finland, right? I mean, we have done a lot of study about I mean the childcare system in Finland. I think the income equality. I think the uh, the the. The people can participate. I think in the policy. I think these are actually uh, quite the important com- the components. I think of the well-being of a person. Uh, I mean that is, they have sense of security. They have sense of participation. There's a sense of ownership. You know? I think that is the things that w- we could be missing in Hong Kong. So I think um, um, I can. I mean, uh, for what we have seen in the past. Uh, 18 months, I mean, the social unrest, and now we have the COVID-19. Yeah, it is difficult, I mean, for for anyone, I mean, to find some happiness in it, you know. But I still think that we should be grateful, I think, for what we have. I mean, just like what Andrew said, you, know, we, you, you, you have to be content with what you have to. I mean, that is very important. I think there's a lot of people, I think, they always uh, 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 asking for more. But, but sometimes we take it for granted, and then, and sometimes we forget how... Um, 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 how how lucky we are. No, I think we are in Hong Kong now at this moment. I think the COVID nineteen. I think our fatality rate is still low. Although now we are in the fourth wave. I think, that, but but generally speaking, I think we uh, we are still coping. I think better in some other countries. And so so I think I just like to say that I think we need to be more empathy to other people's need. And as what the um, what the listeners say, no, I think it is good to give. I mean, rather to expect to receive. I mean, if you still keep the ten thousand dollars, I think during the Christmas time, please buy a present. I mean, for yourself or for your friends. I mean, to make people happy, and then you will be happy too. No, I think. Or, or maybe find a worthy charity. Um, I mean, one, one of the things about Finland, the other, the other time we hear about Finland in the news a lot is when education rankings come out and how well Finland performs in education. But kids in Finland don't go to school until they're, what, seven years old? And they don't get <laughs> kind of beat up like, like kids in Korea and Hong Kong and some of these other places. Um, I wonder if there's if, – there like, do they survey children and even young adults in university for these surveys? Because, man – if I was a kid, I'd probably be happy if I didn't have to go to school until I was seven years old. I mean, is, is the education system influencing I mean, the range? I mean, what we have learned about the education, I think in Hong Kong, what you can see, I think 
even our kids, they are in kindergarten. I think they have the facing this examination, this drawing, which is not only uh, not good to the children, it actually it creates a lot of um, is a lot of burden, is a lot of pressure. To, I think to the parents as well. So actually, what you can see, some of the people why they say they like to migrate to other countries, it is because of the education. So I think what you can see. So, so I think in Hong Kong, I think when you ask people why they are not happy, I'm sure I think they can give you a hundred and ten reasons why they are not happy. No? I think education, I think our welfare system, our income inequality, I think these are the important components. No? Yeah. I, I was reading a piece by uh, a, a commentator from, from, from Singapore, uh, and I'll try and sort of re- reproduce what he was saying. Um, he, he was basically saying that um, you look at this, this survey and other similar kind of surveys, and European countries and Australia and Canada and white places generally <laughs> seem, to do, seem to do pretty well. Uh, Asian countries not so well, often like with in, in this situation, kind of a middle ranking, even the, um, Japan included as well, uh, even if they're um, you know, quite, quite well off. And, and he was suggesting that this is because in those places, and, and this would apply to Hong Kong, people kind of are striving more. That if you ask them how well off they are, they're going to they're going to say, "Well, I'm low down on the ladder," but because I I'm trying to get higher, uh, and that's why people work harder here, work longer hours, uh, and things like that. People people see life as more of a kind of a, a of a struggle, but that's what makes people happy. People in Hong Kong choose to live like this. People in Hong Kong like the buzz they like they like the urban environment they like a little bit of competition uh, and and people in other asian countries similarly they like this they they we we're not laid back uh, we're not like um, you know these these other places we have a different way we have a different way of enjoying ourselves basically and that's to kind of to work a little bit harder and to strive and try and improve ourselves and try and improve our family's future and things like that so it's a kind of different kind of happiness do you, does that ring any bells with you professor yet I think it's really, if it is my choice, that would be fine. But I think in Hong Kong these days, now sometimes it's not my choice. I mean to have two jobs. You no, know? it is just because one job I did not earn enough money. I think if, uh, to find the food on the table to, uh, to my family. You no, know? yes, I think you are right. I think in the Asian culture, we always try. It's not like in Australia. You no, know? everybody is so laid back and and then. But 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 to a certain extent, I think. I think this, the context has been changing too. I think what we have seen in Hong Kong, now we have a huge income inequality, we look at the youth mobility, it's the young people, they do like to try, but it actually the opportunity is not there, right? That creates a frustration. Well, they like to participate in some of uh, this sort of political uh, uh, this sort of development of Hong Kong. I think now it seems that I think the opportunity I think is disappearing. I mean, that is what we are talking about. So, so, so I think yes, I think the Asian culture we love to work hard and then we work hard and then we we play hard. But it also that nowadays these young people they also talk about the quality of life. They always talk about what life balance now. Now, if you ask my student, I mean to work hard. Yes, they're still working harder than the. Uh, than the students um, from the Western country, but at the same time, I think they start to pay more attention, I think, to their well-being too. But somehow, I think our system has not catch up with that sort of development as, as well. Johanna hmm. uh, Karanko, what about education? How does that sort of add to the happiness of the country, do you think? 
Well, definitely. You have a very kind of specific way of doing things, don't you, in Finland? Well, there's, it's definitely well a, a, a base of uh, leveling the playing field for all. Uh, is, uh, is, is the education system. What Andrew pointed out, uh, you know, do they survey kids in these surveys? Actually, in PISA and PRIMS, which are the education surveys, they do actually also have an index uh, for uh, the, how happy the kids are learning. Mm. And here we actually, uh, uh, the, the Finnish kids come on top. We've actually fallen in the academic results. Uh, we're still in the top 10, but the Asian countries have taken over in the results, but in the happiness. So they, we would say like with the least number of time uh, actually spent studying, you get good quality results and happy kids. Mm. So uh, that's, and, and then there is something to be said, and I have even read articles here in Hong Kong uh, about uh, the quality of, or the um, value of free play, giving time uh, for the kids to actually have time to discover themselves, discover, you know, um, um, leadership in a, in a group, for example, by playing uh, with other kids, not, di uh, you know, uh, in activities that are directed by somebody else. So, uh, one of the things, uh, one of the secrets in, uh, in, to happiness is balance, balance mm. of work and, and play for kids, but then also for adults, uh, you know, um, doing something in uh, your personal, personal life, personal development. And uh, you can also, also work hard in other fields besides just working uh, in a job. You could also, you know, strive at competitive sports or strive uh, to run a marathon or something like that. So I think that's uh, what we try to try to look at. So you have a balance of uh, balance of life uh, in general, and this uh, is actually a secret to innovation. Because if you don't have time to think, uh, you don't have time to innovate. Okay. Hey, now, I noticed that the report has a, a, a the, the the United Nations World Happiness Report has a whole special section about. Um, why are Nordic countries so successful? But it's also got a part about dispelling the myths, right? And we talked a little bit about weather at the beginning of it, and it said it turns out turns out weather doesn't actually matter all that much. And when it does, uh, it turns out that seasonal there's like seasonal impact. They actually measure this at different times of the year. And if you're from the tropics, springtime eh doesn't make you so happy. But you know when springtime arrives in the northern countries, yeah, maybe people aren't reporting as much happiness in the winter. But when springtime comes. Wow, they're really happy. And I've been in Helsinki in May. And I mean, it was like mayhem. People were just, everybody <laughs> was outside. People, like every single bench had people sitting on it, you know, in the middle of the afternoon. They're having a drink. People are like topless sunbathing in 15 degree weather. I mean, there's that island just off Helsinki. And I mean, wow. I mean, people were so thrilled. And I mean, it, we have a little bit of the same thing in Canada, but I've never seen spring madness like I've seen in Helsinki. It was really fun. Hmm. Like, Johanna? Uh, well, definitely. I think, yeah, there's uh, the, the weather doesn't really matter. Uh, weather is a, a state of mind. So you can always, you can be even, uh, I, I'm, a lot of Finns are very happy when it starts snowing because uh, the snow uh, brings light to a, a dark winter, a winter where there is no snow, which probably many times is ha happening actually in the south of Finland, uh, especially this time of year. So snow is actually a, 
something that brings you happiness uh, and uh, you get really excited about it. So uh, it's, I, I, seasons are quite uh, important. So the change of seasons, if we always had the same weather, I don't think we would be that happy. Even in Hong Kong, I think hiking season is really great. Everybody is like out there and enjoying mm. themselves. So in the, tropic, in the tropics or in um, the subtropics like Hong Kong, people are actually more happy in the winter than they are in the summer when it's very humid and hot and so forth. So uh, whether, yeah, it, 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 that is true, that weather doesn't that much happen. There are some of these, uh, or, or, it is not the source of unhappiness, let's say. Uh, it's, uh, but there are, yeah, there are a lot of myths that are also... Um, um, uh, yeah. In, in in this, what is what leads to happiness? One of them, for example, uh, with with, uh, with the countries that come on top, was that we are so uh, homogeneous. Well, Finland might be quite homogeneous, but for example, Sweden, our neighbour, has twenty uh, percent of their population born outside of Sweden. So uh, they are not that homogeneous as you might we might think. Yeah, that was one of the four the four myths they were dispelling. But I but I hear what you're saying about the weather. That's that's how I sell people on Montreal. I say, yeah, you should go to school in Montreal like I did, and they're like. It's too cold, I can't. I'm like, don't worry, you'll learn how to play in the winter. It's a lot of fun, right? So what can we bring to Hong Kong? Like, aside from inviting a Finnish person to our house for Christmas, because that might not be allowed soon. <laughs> and saying, cheer us up. Yeah, and saying, cheer us up and, and you know, bring some, some Finnish uh, aquavit with you. Uh, what, or elderberry, or some kind of berry wine. Um, what, 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 can, what Finnish practices can we bring into our lives, Johanna? You've been here for a little while now. Paul, maybe you've studied, maybe you've studied a little bit of Finland. Like what, what can we do to make, bring a little Finnish life satisfaction to our lives here? Paul, yep. Do you want to go well, first? I, I just thought that I think um, just try to celebrate Christmas. I think now, despite all this sort of restriction and then we cannot go out to eat or something like that, try to create something that is Christmas. I think the, what the Christmas is all about is to bring back the hope, I think, to the people. So I think now, yes, I think we are very despair. I think we we are very frustrated. And then sometimes we might get very angry, I mean, with the government. Uh, but somehow, I mean, that doesn't make us very happy at all. No? So if we start to recount, to count our blessings, I think so far, I think in 2020, I think just name a few things that we should be thankful, write them a card or, or buy them a little pleasure. And, and I think that this... I think we have to create it from ourselves. I think we have to be ourselves, be the game changer. Now, I think now we cannot expect the government to do much now. So I think within our own community, within your own circle, within the friends that you can influence, you know, try to do something to make people happy. One thing I have learned you know, is while you're making people happy, you will be happier. So I think that is really important. I mean, the Christmas Christmas is to bring the hope to the people and then do something good, I think, to your friends and your family members and, and, and whoever you could. You know? I mean, just, just to spread a bit of hope and happiness. You know? I think that you will be happier. There's, there's also, I mean, Operation Santa Claus every year kind of re reminds us that there's this whole side of Hong Kong which doesn't really sort of, it doesn't get in the media very much, doesn't get in the news, even programs like uh, like this tend to focus on kind of bad news and problems and arguments and things like this. But there's a massive portion of, of Hong Kong who are, who are incredibly generous, who are incredibly 
uh, 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 dedicated to to helping others in, in, in the NGO sector in, in a very unselfish way, um, who were really working very very hard to to help the less fortunate in Hong Kong. And there's, there's you know there's millions of people uh, thinking along those lines, and we can support them this time of year by by giving money to Operation Santa Claus, and also by learning, as I say, and reminding ourselves of that that whole other side. Of, uh, of what happens uh, in uh, Hong Kong. Um, as for Finland, we had an email from Guy who says not all Finns are happy. Valtteri Bottas isn't very happy. I think he's a, he's a motor racing driver, is that right? Yeah, I think so. He's a Formula One Formula driver. One. Okay, right. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. I don't know what his problem is. Um, yeah, do you think there's anything you could, you could bring to Hong Kong? Yeah, Jana. Well, on, on for, for, uh, the Finnish Christmas is actually a very COVID-safe uh, Christmas because we actually spend Christmas in the family. So it's actually a very intimate uh, affair. So you really, uh, the very close family, that's who you spend Christmas with. So it's not, you, you don't go out, out to eat. Or actually, most restaurants actually close and places are really closed for Christmas. Hmm. Uh, or they close uh, when we have uh, something which is a very old tradition called uh, the Declaration of Christmas Peace, uh, which usually happens at 12 o'clock on Christmas Eve. And that's when you're supposed to calm down and just go, uh, you know, and uh, spend Christmas with your family. Uh, and maybe you'll, you know, uh, phone, uh, call grandma or so, but somebody because they are not living with with you. Usually in Finland, not uh, that that is the case. So you will call your uh, uh, the, the the larger family and friends. Uh, but f- uh, Christmas is actually usually a, well, it's a meal with this very the very intimate family. Mm. Um, Okay. So that's something uh, that uh, you can celebrate Finnish Christmas in Hong Kong. All right, great. A quick email from Gloria who says, you understand that many countries in Northern Europe are welfare states. That's why people in general don't have to worry about ways to make ends meet, even if they're jobless for some time. In Hong Kong, it's different. Culturally, foreign people are more relaxed and enjoy life as far as possible. For Hong Kong people, they're tense and think of work even when they're relaxing. Moreover, it's so crowded in Hong Kong. The air is bad. How can we enjoy life easily? Happy Christmas to Backchat in advance. That comes uh, from uh, Gloria. <laughs> Yeah, Gloria, message. thank you very much Gloria. indeed for that. Some very interesting comments uh, from uh, TC uh, on Facebook. I haven't got time to uh, read them all out, but uh, check that out. Uh, he also says the 11th happiest country in the world is Canada, uh, which is where TC is. He says another thing to consider about Finland's happiness is that it has a welfare system, as we, as we heard earlier. Well, as I say, Father Christmas joining us after the news at nine. Stay tuned for that. Call us, 233-88266. Paul Yip, thank you very much indeed for joining us. And Johanna Karanko, uh, Consul General of, uh, the, uh, of Finland, uh, in Hong Kong. Maybe just stick around a little bit longer if you can. The weather, many cloudy. 20 degrees now. Humidity is at 78%. Down as planned before crashing into the ground. It marked the highest test flight yet of the technology and the fiery ending was not totally unexpected. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back. This is uh, Back Chat uh, this morning with Andrew Work and uh, me, Hugh Chiverton, and we're very pleased to have with us for the very first time uh, on this programme. There's been on Radio 3 before, I think, Santa Claus, Father Christmas uh, himself, the man. I'm, him. oh, 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 I'm pretty excited. I've never met Santa Claus. I can't believe it. You're <laughs> in the studio. Don't be scared, little child. I am a human being under all this. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you for for, for making it here. Yeah, I, I understand. We've just been talking to the to the Finnish consul. I believe you spend some time. Uh, Johanna Karanko, is that right? He lives in 
in Finland or sometimes? Yes, Santa Claus lives in Finland in Korvatunturi, really? which is a mountain, mountain in no, Finland. Hyvää huomenta. Huomenta, huomenta. Hyvää joulua. Mitä kuuluu? Hyvää kuuluu, kiitos. Kiitos. Entä itsellenne? There you go, proof. Hyvin kiitos. Hey, he's, you, you speak Finnish, Santa? Pikkuse. What's Christmas like in Finland? How do, how do the people celebrate it? Uh, it's not as... Co- I speak in English now. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For most of our listeners. Uh, it's not as cold as it used to be. When I was growing up, it was always snow from mm-hmm. October all the way through to March. Okay. But now it's not so cold because of climate change, of course. All uh, right. Oh, what's the chil- shame? Children must worry about climate change. When I was a child, there was no such thing as climate change. Okay. All oh, right. But you have still carry on a lot of the traditions and things. Of course. And you sort of, what, you have special food or songs or things like that? Mostly very, what, what you would call in England comfort foods. Okay. So lots of... Um, uh, puddings and lots of berries, lots of warm potatoes, lots of meat, lots of very, very hot foods, very comfort, comforting foods to keep you warm through the winter. Sounds lovely, mm-hmm. lovely. And music and songs and things like that? Um, unfortunately, I don't think you would like the music. Lots of um, traditional Finnish music is very umpa, 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 <laughs> as my brother <laughs> likes to describe it. Okay, you have a brother, I didn't know that. I have, I have several brothers. Um, we are Saku, Kaya, Timo. Mm. That's the, that, those uh, are your brothers. Our, our Finnish names. Uh, do, they, do they help you to make toys to give away to children all around the world? We have elves to do that. Oh, Finnish elves. Fantastic. We keep them employed 365 a year. Wow. No such thing as unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you want to put a question or, or tell Santa or ask him, you know, tell him what you want for Christmas or I've got anything at all, then uh, uh, give us a call now, 233 Uh That's the number. Um, uh, I've got an email from uh, Anthony who says, Dear Santa Hugh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, instead of being tortured by their morning Zoom lessons, school children should call in and talk to you guys. It would be a better way to improve their English, thus boosting the listenership of Radio 3. Why not kids? Uh, monster helicopter parents, are you listening? Probably not. God bless <laughs> Father Christmas and the world. Ho, ho, ho. And that's signed your youngest listener ever. Thanks very much in, indeed for that. Um, once again, the number is, is 233-88266 if you, if, if you want to call in. I think we've got some calls which we're just going to line up in a moment. Who, who we got first? I'm pretty... Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, hello. Hi. Hi. Good oh, morning. Oh, oh. What's, what's your name? Pippa. Pippa. Hi, Pippa. Merry Pippa. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Pippa. Good morning. Merry Christmas, Pippa. Okay. Do you have a question I've been for Santa? good this year. You have been good. I hope so. Otherwise, you wouldn't be calling Santa to ask for something, would you? What would you, li- what would you like to ask Santa Claus? Um, how many reindeer do you have? Mm. Good question. How many reindeer do you have? Um, well, if they're all fitting well... Twelve. You're not going to ask me to name them, are you? Because I can't remember their Finnish names. Oh, okay. Perhaps you can tell me. <laughs> Perhaps you can tell me their names or some of them. Do you remember their names? Rudolph. Well, everybody okay. knows Rudolph, yes. I, and uh, I don't remember the other ones. Okay. Dasha? What were they? On Donner, on Donner Blitzen, and Blitzen. 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 Do you know Comet them and Cupid and something and yeah. something. But do yeah. you recall the most famous reindeer of all? That's how the song goes. Rudolph. If I could remember all the names at the beginning of the song, then I would have them all. <laughs> Any more, Peppa? Uh, my sister 
sister might want to uh, have some questions. Okay. What's your sister called? My sister's called Lucy. Oh, okay. Hello, I'll Lucy. I'll come back. Okay, okay you, I'll come, you back. come back. You come back then. I'll come back. We'll, we'll, I'll sing the hold music while, <laughs> while Pippa goes and gets Lucy. So I know reindeer are, great, reindeer are great for pulling the sleigh right across Finland. I remember you were they're saying... They're very strong yeah. because we feed them well. I mean, they're fed on hay the whole year round, so they're very strong animals. They okay. have to be, and they're very hardy as well because of the weather. So, Do you mm. get reindeer in, uh, in Canada? No, they're called all... moose in Canada, aren't they? Mo- Hi, well, Hi, Hi, we have moose. Hi, Santa! Hi, Lucy. How are you doing this morning? Good. Are you excited Hi. about Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Have you have you been good this year as well? Pippa swears blind that she's been good this year. Have you yeah, also I've been good? Yeah, I've been good this year. Really? Both of you? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Has everybody in your family been good? Has mummy been good? I, um, mummy has been good because she doesn't take so long to put her makeup on now. Really? But what about Christmas? Surely she should be wearing makeup for Christmas. Everybody wears makeup at Christmas. So will you give her a little bit more time this year? Yeah. Oh, that's very kind of you. Lucy, what, what would you like for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? Um, Mm, think you haven't got a list i thought most children had a list by now it's nearly christmas time but only two weeks to go you know you have to have a list by two weeks to go okay i'm sending you a list today because i haven't finished yet okay do you have my do you have santa's address yeah i do santa claus main post office santa claus village fin 96930 arctic circle okay so make sure you send it to that address and i will reply to you personally i promise Okay, thanks. You're most welcome. Have yourself a fabulous Christmas, all of you. Okay, so I'll let you talk with Pippa. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Merry Christmas, Lucy. Merry Christmas. Pippa, are you there? Bye, Santa. Thanks, Pippa. Merry Christmas. Thanks very much for calling. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Pippa. Johanna, you know, I'm sure Santa Claus knows this, but you can actually travel to Finland and visit Santa. Isn't that right up in Lapland? Yes, and actually this year you can uh, travel there virtually. Really? Yeah. But not right now because I'm here talking to you guys. So (laughs) I won't be home. There'll be a do not disturb on the door at the moment. But I'll be back just after Christmas when I finished all my deliveries. Or Mm. sometimes they have people pretending to be Santa. No way. No no imposters. You want to be watching it. I shall have to sort them out. Okay. We've got got somebody else on the line now, I think. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. What's your name? What's your name? Sorry, I didn't catch your name. Anna Line. Anna Line. Is that right? Anna. 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 Merry Christmas, Anna. Right, frozen. What would you like to ask Santa? Santa? I, I, I like a purple watch inside has some games and a pink dress. You want a pink dress for Christmas? Will you wear it on Christmas Day? Yes. Excellent news. Have you told Mummy and Daddy what you want for Christmas? Did yes. You- did you write? How old are you? <laughs> I have to ask. Five years old. Five years old already? Wow, you sound so mature. Uh, and Mummy and Daddy know you want a pink dress and some games for Christmas, right? Yes. Have you written all this down? Did you write to Santa Claus already? No, not yet. Okay, well, you still have two weeks to write to Santa. So what I suggest you do is make your list, write it, write it down somewhere where Mummy and Daddy can find it so they can send it to Santa Claus. Okay. Can you do that? Yeah. And then I'm sure all your Christmas dreams will come true. Okay. 
Okay, then. <laughs> she took off in the distance. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. Thank Merry you, Anna. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Anna. Merry Christmas. Uh, can I have... I'm asking, can I have a... And I want the pink dress. Have a pocket, please. The, yeah, the sure. pink dress we've already got. What with, else with did you pocket. want? With a pocket. I'm Ashley. You're Ashley. You're, oh, you're Ashley. Hello, Ashley. Oh, I, you sound just like your sister. I think this is a different call. Three years old. You're three. You're three years old. Wow. wow. And what would you like for Christmas? I want a dress, and I want the dress and a pocket. Please, Santa. Of course you can. Did you write these down yet? Have no. you got some? Have you got some crayons and some paper? Maybe just draw pictures. Draw picture. Okay, ask ask you. Anna to help you make a list or draw some pictures. Give to Mummy and Daddy, Ashley? and they will send to Santa. Ashley, are you looking okay. you, you looking forward to Christmas? Do you like yeah. Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Have you decorated the house yet? Did you get a Christmas tree? Yeah. Excellent. Lovely. Well done. Great fun decorating the Christmas tree, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. So much thank, you Merry, thank you, Anna. Merry thank you, Anna. Thank you very much indeed. For... Bye-bye, Santa Claus. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How do we say Merry Christmas in Finnish? Thank you. Uh, Okay, if you want to talk to uh, Father Christmas, um, call us, 233-88266. I think we've got quite a few people, 233-88266, to, to talk to Santa uh, this morning. Uh, we've got somebody else on the line now. Good morning, hello. Hello. Hello, Hi. good morning. Who's that? Hi, Santa. Merry Christmas, good morning. Merry Christmas, you also. Yeah, what's your yeah. name? My name is Leo. Hi, Leo. Hello, Leo. Hi, hi. Hi. Have you been good this year? Yes, I think so. Uh, you, you're not sure? You must be sure. Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah. You have to convince me, you see, because I can't see you in person, so you have to convince me that you've been good before you ask for your your special Christmas gift. What would you like this year for Christmas? Um, I want a PC joystick because, um, yeah, I'm playing a lot of flight simulators these days, so... <laughs> You're playing a lot of what? Video flight games? Flight simulators, yeah. Oh, flight yeah, like, simulators, wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Is this because you haven't been going to school much? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> or, or is it <laughs> because you do that anyway? Or, or is it because <laughs> yeah. you want to become a pilot? Yeah. Yeah, do you think you might want to be a pilot and fly airplanes? Yeah, maybe when I'm older. I, I Definitely when to. you're old, yes. You've got plenty of time to practice. So you yeah. have all the equipment already. You just need a new joystick, is that right? Is there a new sort of new version of it, a new fancy one that mummy and daddy don't know about yet? That you're about to spring on them? Like a razor? Um, no, not actually. I was... No, not... Just a normal PC joystick that you can plug into a computer. A normal yeah. PC joystick. I'm sure we can arrange that. Did you Did you have a question for Father Christmas, Leo? Oh, yes. Um, uh, are you immune to coronavirus? I am immune because I take all the right precautions all year round. I'm very, very careful. I always wear a mask. And because I'm always handling presents and reindeer, I have to wash my hands very frequently. And in yeah. Finland, and not a lot of people know this, but in Finland there are not as many people as there are in Hong Kong. There are uh, only about... Uh, Johanna will correct me on this. Uh, six million people in Finland? Five and a half. Five and a half, I would so say. So even less. So mm. you think about how small Hong Kong is. There are 7.5 million people in Hong Kong. And 
about five and a half million in Finland, which is much, much bigger. So people are far more spaced out. So we have natural social distancing. Also, with due respect, you're much bigger than most people in Hong Kong. So people stay away from me. I think the beard scares people off as well. So I get mm. natural yeah. social distancing, even in Hong Kong. But um, uh, not only that, as uh, Johanna was explaining, at Christmas time, for example, and for any family gatherings, we only have family at these gatherings. It's a very intimate, personal um, thing with only immediate family, not like here in Hong Kong, where lots of families get together, lots of friends go out together to party. Um, I know that because my son and daughter do that. And um, they go to bars and restaurants and everybody gets together, as many people as possible. Whereas in Finland, we tend to keep ourselves to ourselves, particularly your, for celebrations. Your son and daughter go to, go to bars. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they do grow up so fast they here. They do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Leo. Yeah. I have one more question for you. Yeah, go on, sure. Leo. Certainly. How do you get into houses in Hong Kong when there are no chimneys and most of them are windows and some have alarms? It's a, it's a kind of Santa magic, actually. I call it the Santa smile. When you, when you know you have security guards at the doors of all buildings here in Hong Kong because people are very security conscious, yeah. all I have to do is roll up to the door and start, say in my loudest voice possible, so you know I was com I'm coming, ho, 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 and give him a big Santa smile. And that beard just it sweeps the security guard off his feet and he says, of course you can deliver your presents. let you in. Yeah, there you go. It's so I don't try this yourself though, because you, I'm I'm about seven feet tall and I'm very very wide, so I can just about fit through the door. But everybody recognises Santa Claus, so it's not a problem. Okay, Leah, thank you very thank much you, for, for calling. I hope your tummy you. feels better. I'll, I'll make sure you get your joystick for Christmas. Thank you for talking thank to you. us. Merry Christmas. Bye. 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 Have we got we got somebody else uh, on do. the line. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Hello. Hello. Merry Christmas. What's your name? My name's Maisie. Maisie. Nice Maisie. name. Hi, Maisie. Hi. What, what do you want what? for Christmas? Um, I have a letter right here. Mm -hmm. um, Excellent. It's quite long. A long uh, letter for me? Yeah. Excellent. It says, can I read it to you? Please. Can you read fast? <laughs> yeah. Santa's sure. a busy man. And I am eight years old. I have tried so hard at school. Some extra things were doing homework, being kind, and brushing my teeth. I think I deserve a stuffed husky, a fly-making set, a lap-making set, a prank ink set, a necklace, and a couple of and some blue tack. Thank you. Well, uh, Maisie, did you say blue tack? Yeah. Why do you want... Why do you want blue tack? Because it sounds like from the other kits she wants, she's going to be making pictures and stuff, and she wants to put them on the wall. Am I right? Yeah. Oh. Wow, Santa, you are the heart of children. I've I've heard and read a lot of Christmas lists so far. That is that is by far the best Christmas list we have seen so far this year. Congratulations, Macy. I Macy, I will make sure your parents are listening, and I will make sure they send that your send your letter off to me as soon as possible, so that it gets in in time to to get you your gift for Christmas. Well, and of course, of course, the elves are keeping an ear out for this show too. Oh, they're right? tuning so the, in. The, at the elves moment. are listening. Sure, they're they're yeah. busy rapping as we speak. Mm-hmm. Taking notes. So you have a you have a merry Christmas, Maisie, and enjoy your presents. Are you are you looking forward to Christmas, Maisie? Yeah. Okay. What will you make with all these things? What sort of pictures will you make? Um, 
my painting because uh -huh. I have one, but I can't. I have nowhere to put it. Uh -huh. I, I have nothing to use to put it. Uh -huh. And and um, my brother wants to speak to you as well. Okay then, Maisie. What's Thanks, your brother's Maisie. name? Jack. Hello, Jack. Good morning, Jack. Merry Christmas. He's a bit shy, is he? Hi, Jack. Is that Jack? Hello, Jack. Merry Christmas. Was it Maisie again? <laughs> Hello, Jack. Are you there? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jack. <laughs> Caught us by surprise. Nearly woke us up. <laughs> so, are we speaking to Jack or Maisie? Hi, Jack. Hello, oh, Jack. Yeah. How old are you? Five. Five. Ah, you're not shy, are you, Jack? You can't be shy talking to Santa. Hello, Jack. What do you want for Christmas? Have you written a list as well? Yes. What's on your list, Jack? I want a different donkey and Angelus Lois and a Bahamas and a. Lovely. Wow, fantastic choices. And have you been good this year? Have you, Maisie, Maisie said in her list, and I know she made a point of mentioning it, that she's been very good at yes. school. She's been doing all of her homework, and she's been doing extra I as have well. Been good. You have been. You haven't finished the question yet. Very good answer. He's, he knows where this is going. <laughs> he knows where I'm going. Yes. Jack, Jack knows he's been good. Clever boy, Jack. So uh, you're expecting all these for Christmas as well. Well, make sure you give your list to mummy and daddy and they'll get it off to me in the post as soon as possible and uh, we'll make sure you get your presents as well because it sounds like you deserve them too okay yeah. thank you jack thank you. thanks jack merry christmas merry thank christmas you. jack bye bye. bye bye jack and Maisie. uh if you want to talk to father christmas call us on two three three eight eight two six six what's it but tell us more about canada i really don't know about Canada, the north of Canada. Canada. Is it like Finland? Presumably it's snow no. and reindeer and... Well, depending on what... Like, I mean, uh, the west coast of Vancouver is typically a, a wet, cold mess. It just rains and rains and rains. But, I mean, the rest of the country is very snowy. It's very Christmassy. I mean, in Montreal, we used to love to go downtown and see the, the old school department store windows. And I always remember these three little frogs they would have as part of this massive Christmas display. Um, but you do gather your... Hey, wait, 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 back, 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 back. What's the frogs? What? Three little frogs? There was frogs. this massive Christmas display with, like, trains and snow falling. And it was, you know, you'd go see, like, one of the big... It's kind of a big department store thing. But you remember the frogs? I remember these three frogs that would sit with their legs kicking back and forth. And every year it was the same. This, I assume this is the opening frogs. scene of a movie, you know. The young Andrew like work yeah. in front of this big sort of shop window. We'll start writing the script uh, immediately. Uh, you three know, little frogs. Well, it was probably more like at 1 a.m. after being at the nightclubs in <laughs> Montreal, which was more of a... Montreal Christmas. You're, you're thinking midnight snacks. They look tasty. Yeah, now, yeah. I've just been uh, educated. Actually, I didn't realise this that um, in Canada, yeah, reindeer are called caribou. Well, no, Car they're di they're actually oh. different animals. They oh, are different. Really? Like they if, are. if I see a reindeer and I see a caribou, I can tell the difference immediately. Because oh wow! They have, yeah, they have a very different rack. Uh, but they do travel in massive herds, you know, like reindeer. So, so if I ever need to borrow any, I know where to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caribou are different. We put them on the on the twenty five cents. Do they have red noses? Uh, no, they definitely do not. No, but okay. they they travel in. Yeah, they travel. Not unless they've been massive. on the night out with you, of course. Uh, yeah, then maybe, <laughs> then maybe. 
For sure. But, you know, but in Canada, Christmas, you gather your extended family. So my mother would oh, put on right. a massive okay. turkey dinner and, you know, any any of my brother and their families and cousins. And, I mean, everybody you can pull in. Well, I've been uh, to England and yeah. I do remember uh, one Christmas in England where um, my parents worked uh, in a, a, a place that where there was hundreds Your parents, of, Father Christmas. Yes. Even Father Christmas has parents. Inviting Grandfather Christmas. Dozens and yeah. dozens of people to Christmas. And I remember the house being totally full of people. And that's totally opposite to what we do in Finland. So I was quite surprised that people are, are not so sociable, but that so many people actually spend Christmas on their own. So I thought that was a nice touch, that they invited uh, people who would otherwise be on their own. Mm. To Christmas, so I, I guess that's kind of a thing here as well. Because Wait, I, I, I have noticed here. I know you, you've got people helping you and, and, and working for you as well. We've got the uh, Anorak in an email that says, "If the sleigh has problems, I have a workshop." And he sent a picture of a uh, cartoon <laughs> of, of uh, the elves uh, <laughs> trying to fix uh, Santa's sleigh, which is a crash repair centre on the twenty fourth. <laughs> and the, the elves are saying, "You want it when?" Uh, and uh, we also got a, we also got a, an email from uh, a, a, a Hannah, I think, uh, who says, "Dear Santa, what do your elves do? What do your elves do?" They spend most Father of the time Christmas. sourcing. I mean, this is a very big business, of course. Um, uh, sourcing presents, wrapping presents, uh, delivering obviously delivering presents with me, but um, wrapping presents takes a lot of effort because if you have you ever had a badly wrapped present. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, sure wrapping... I've, I'm sure I've given out a few <laughs> that have come from my hand. I was, I was yes. going to say I may have done the same. But um, no, wrapping presents is very time-consuming because you want it done right because nobody wants to get a scruffy present because mm. that, that sort of um, taints your image of the present before you even open it. Yeah. So everybody yeah. likes nice, nicely wrapped presents, um, perfectly written, handwritten cards and everything. And especially those lists, they have to be nice and legible. So kids... When you're writing your list for Santa, please make sure your handwriting is nice. I know everyone uses texting these days and typewriters and typewriters. No, they don't, don't use typewriters. Word anymore. processors. No, they Word don't use typewriters for the Keyboards, no, that's the word. I've those for a while. Apparently they yeah. had these newfangled things called keyboards. Mm. But um, please send your letters to Santa Claus Main Post Office, Santa Claus Village, very important, F-I-N for Finland, 96930 Arctic Circle. And send your list this week because there's only literally two weeks to Christmas. Okay. A guy in another email says, we have a, a Hong Kong hash house harrier, that's a, described as a drinking club with running problems, uh, who <laughs> yeah. uh, comes from Helsinki. A uh, guy says he's usually he's not usually very happy either because he's such a slow runner. His hash name is Cannot Finish. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. Worst pun of the week. Okay, we got we got another caller on the line. Good morning. Hi. Hello. 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 Raphael's on the line, I believe. <laughs> Hello. Hello, you're talking to Santa some, Claus. Some, sometimes it can be a little shy, the little ones. Yeah. You've got to give them, especially on the phone, or they're like nodding their head at you and, you know. Yeah. Over Hello. No. We're just calling again. Okay. Just so if we, we can get them. Jo- Johanna, for you, for you, for your Christmas this year, what, what's going to be on the agenda for your uh, your your Hong Kong Christmas? I, I'm actually heading to Finland. Oh, oh. gotcha. So I'll be working, of course. So I was going to say, take me with you, please. But I'll be working. <laughs> you'll be, you'll deli- be there, of course. I'll be delivering presents. Land. Yes, I'll be delivering Staying in presents. character. Um, and uh, are you going to have to do quarantine for two weeks when you get back? 
Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. So, but that's fine because, you know, close family and uh, it's fine everybody being locked up for Christmas. Well, know. one of the other things I wanted to mention, because um, a lot of people here in Hong Kong don't realize that many countries celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, mm. which is two weeks yeah. today. So, so um, those of you who are Finnish or from countries such as Austria, Germany, Norway, Denmark, Sweden, Poland, Czech Republic and Switzerland and even the Philippines... Um, get two days of Christmas, two actual mm. days of Christmas, because we celebrate on the 24th and the 25th. All right. I do remember one of my one of my abiding memories of, of growing up in Finland was um, enjoying Christmas on the 24th. Yeah, oh, and that's getting a head start. I think we got that we got that caller back. Hello, good morning. Hello, hi. Hello, hello, hello. Merry hi. Christmas. Merry Christmas. What's what? your What's your name? My name is Rafi Pierce. Raffi Pierce, good morning, Raffi. And what's your question for Santa? Um, how many reindeer do you have, and which one's your favorite? I think we've covered this already. I don't have a favorite. That would be unfair to the rest of them. We have 12, officially we have 12 reindeer, but we also have some backup reindeer whose names I can't remember, um, because sometimes the reindeers have an off day, and we, we, we like to make sure we have a full team, because so many presents to deliver, we have to make sure that they all get there on time, and sometimes... Same as, do you like football? Um, yes, yes. It, it's the same as in a football team. If, if one of the players is feeling a bit poorly or gets injured, then we have to replace him to make sure the rest of the team doesn't suffer and, and the team doesn't slow down. So we have the same for reindeer. Okay. Rafi, what do you want for okay. Christmas? Um, I'm still thinking, actually. Are you, okay. are you, are you, are you think working, fast. Are you working <laughs> on gifts for other people in your family? Um, yes, I have a little sister. Her name is Mia. Uh-huh. Merry Christmas, this is Mia. Her first Christmas. Oh, wow. wow. What Special you, occasion. What are you going to get her? Um, I was planning on getting her a very nice um, toy. Ah, very Lovely. cool. But don't tell us don't tell us now in case she's listening. She may be very young, but she might get the idea and don't want to spoil it for it. You know, Christmas presents should be a surprise, right? I agree. You agree, good lad. So thanks keep- very much indeed for your call. Have a very, very merry Christmas, uh, and to all to all the parents out there as well, you can make it a little bit merrier by giving. Uh, this is the season to give, and of course we're through Operation Santa Claus. Uh, we're supporting nineteen very, very good handpicked charities um, this year in uh, Hong Kong. That's uh, of course the campaign that we organise with the South China Morning Post. We've got that auction, uh, as I say, uh, which is a very nice way to uh, buy some presents uh, and also uh, support. As say those those very good causes um this year if you go to the uh, rthk radio 3 website you can see all the details that's uh, uh check that out on the internet and uh, have a look at uh, what's online in our auction it's only up for uh, 24 hours a bit less than 24 hours now it'll close at uh, eight fifteen tomorrow so put in your bids now have a look see what you fancy um hotel stays uh, all kinds of things that you can do and uh, buy and enjoy so uh, check out that auction and support operation santa claus Thank you very much indeed to everybody who called. Really good to hear from you. Really good to talk to you. Uh, and, uh, of course, to Father Christmas himself. Thank you very much indeed. Thank, thank ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Can I just say one more thing? Sure. Um, I was going to spring it on Johanna, but I thought it was a bit unfair at such short notice. I was going to ask you if you'd like to sing along with me the Yola Bukki song, but I thought better of it, so... A few lines. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Can you sing? What's, what is it? What is it? Yola Bukki, Yola Bukki, Valda Valda Van Hokki, Eka Daka, Pina Selka, Kabatan in the Belka. 
Good morning, welcome to Thursday. It's the Morning Brew with me, Phil Whelan. That was blinding fun, wasn't it? It was Santa Claus, Father Christmas, right here on Radio 3. So, I'm with you till one, as we usually do. Steve Vine's with me after 10.10 for his pre-Christmas pre director's commentary. Undoubtedly a bit of Facebook live action going on there. After 11.30, our vet, Dr. David Gething, is here to talk about just how much dogs, and I suppose cats, actually do understand the word.